Good evening and welcome to episode 325 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzamandungwa Kumalo. It's a Tuesday edition of the Private Property Podcast. If you join us for the first time, welcome to it. You are tuned in to the only daily property podcast in the country. So do make sure that you go to our Facebook and our YouTube page to catch up on all the great content that you've already missed out on. We cover it all, whether you're a renter, a landlord, you're looking to buy, to sell, to rent, or to build. This is your one-stop shop on all things relating to property. And to all our regular viewers on Facebook, on Instagram, as well as on YouTube, you know how we do it. Every single weekday, you and I have an appointment at 7 p.m. where I'm always in conversation with an expert who helps us navigate our property journey and certainly helps us uh, make better property decisions. And you know how we do it every evening. I want to see the love, especially there on Facebook. I know many of you, you know, share great green hearts and, of course, uh, are always uh, eager to share some of your experiences with us. And as you know, on our Facebook page, we're also running a great competition where you can stand a chance of walking away with 500 rand in cash. Now, the competition had three components. We had three goals for this competition. We've already achieved one and it couldn't have been possible without you at home. So the first one was we wanted to reach 1 million followers on our Facebook page. And we've already done that. We did it last week uh, and we're now over a million, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, I think if anything, it's testimony to how we are growing as a community. And of course, how you at home are making sure that we grow and you know you continue spreading the word, making sure that your friends and family see all the great work and the great content that we share with you. And of course, the other aspects, we wanted to reach 10,000 comments uh, on the post that we have uh, that we have pinned on our Facebook page. And that is, of course, the competition post, as well as 10,000 shares. We're halfway there with both of those. Uh, we're sitting at 5,200 um, 5, comments and 5,500 shares. So we're halfway there. So the competition is still on. We're only going to stop this competition when we reach 10,000 for both of them. So if you want to stand a chance of walking away with that cash, make sure you engage with that post as much as possible. It's on our pinned uh, post on Facebook. So you can tag your friends, make sure that you also share the post. And of course, also give us, leave us with the review on our Facebook page. Those are some of the great ways that you can participate. And last last night, we unfortunately didn't get a winner. They didn't um, 
send us a message before the end of the show. Remember, if you want to win the money, you know you've entered the competition, then you also need to claim your prize live on air. We're in the comments section waiting to hear from you at home. The money bag is currently sitting at 1,000 rands. So if you know you've entered, then you can potentially walk away with 1,000 rands in cash. Well, that's some of the great things that are happening on our social media pages. Uh, and you can follow myself on Twitter as well as on Instagram at Zamandunga underscore K. But we're always tackling some other thing relating to property. Now, this evening's conversation is one that I am very excited about. Not only do I absolutely love uh, my guest this evening and the great work that she is doing, but it's also one of those conversations that I think at home we need to get a better understanding of. We're seeing the, you know, the need for us to certainly come together as a collective to raise money in our different ways. And we're seeing the power of doing so. This evening, we're going to be looking at structuring a stock file. You know, we often talk about property stock files or asset-based stock files. And we all know what a stock file is. We certainly grew up with our, you know, family members in one. Perhaps we are also now in, you know, different kinds of stock files and have tried out different ways that we can, um, you know, grow our property portfolio with friends or even family now we're going to look at the best practices when it comes to structuring a stock file. There's so many different creative ways that one can go about it. And we really want to get tips and insights on the best ways or the different possible ways that we can do it, especially considering how uh, you know you can go from being one of those stock files that has a fixed amount every month or that's based on you know different members' ability to contribute a certain amount. So how do we then go about determining uh, you know, the dividends that get paid or the share in the profit? That's some of what we're going to be looking at this evening. And before we get started with our conversation, I want to find out from you at home, are you part of a stock file? And if you are, what does your stock file do? So are you, you know, is it a property stock file or is it a grocery stock file? Uh, whatever the case is, do share with us down here below. I already see some of the love that we're getting. Uh, Avarensha uh, Pediachi as well as Okamukhailo Masola on our Facebook page. Do keep the, do keep the love coming. Uh, and this evening I am joined by Opalisa Lungulu, who's a finance professional at Palengo Holdings. Opalisa, good evening and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me again, Zama. Happy Women's Month. It's such a pleasure to, to have you with us, Palisa. You know, Palisa, I think one of the great things uh, about having you as a guest is because you, you've written a book about, uh, you know, Stockfelds and the ways in which we can essentially, you know, make our money work for us um, by using Stockfelds as a mechanism to, to do so. And I think one of the great things is, us having a better understanding of what is possible when we use stock files. Uh, I think we are now the generation that's actually seeing the different ways that we can use stock files beyond what we've seen from, you know, particularly our older relatives, whether our mothers or our aunts, uh, who did really phenomenally with stock files and continue to do so. And so now we're almost looking at it from a different dynamic because we're looking at asset-based stock files. I think before we even get to the nitty-gritties, when we look at, you know, structuring a stock file. I think let's look at what are some of the fundamentals that we always just need to bear in mind, um, regardless of sort of what structure you choose, because we'll go into that uh, right now. But just the, the key basic fundamentals that viewers at home must always bear in mind when they um, when they set up a stock file or look at structuring their stock file. 
Yes. So um, the first thing and foremost that uh, most of the time we forget when we come together and collaborate, and especially in the form of uh, forming a stock file, is actually having a common goal. So sometimes you can get so excited in terms of, okay, let's come together and pull our funds mm. together and do great things with this. And then we don't define what is this great thing that you want to do. Yeah. As, as a thing and then when you're already in a stock you're like ah but wait i wanted to invest in property no but i wanted to invest in agriculture i thought so the first thing is define your common goal why do you want to come together and pull your financial resources together do you want and if do you want to invest in various assets do we want to to to, to invest in, in one asset because that also can be a conflict um or do you want to 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 just uh, save money and, and, and raise the capital and invest maybe in businesses. So you need to define uh, from the beginning at least what you, are, uh, what, what you are starting with as a common goal, the first and foremost, because everything that comes after that comes to, to what type of constitution you're going to have, what type of um, uh, entity you're going to choose when you are structuring, uh, uh, which way you are going. So yes, first and foremost, common goal. Secondly, and mm. um, uh, it's uh, Stockfells are based on a, a trust. When I say trust, I'm not saying everybody that you're supposed to be in a Stockfell with is supposed to be your friend or somebody that you have met. There's various ways of verifying people because a lot of Stockfells now are digital and they're in digital platforms. So they almost, you can almost do your due diligence in terms of um, checking who you're getting into a stock fell with, uh, who are you forming your stock fell with, if it means um, asking for their ID, checking their background in order to form them, in order just to have that some kind of trust as a fundamental before you get into anything serious. For me, I would say those are the top two things before getting into the documentation that as a normal stock fell um, you should have uh, that has been always there in terms of the principles of stockfills because even back then when the uh, when people came together to buy money whether it was for funeral or for grocery the the common goal was always clear what they are putting money for so um it's important to define that and then uh, secondly it's important to get into these things the people you trust or trustworthy people or even have a mechanism in place that will be able to check the people that you are in this with mm. and you know I'm, I'm actually so happy that you mentioned that first one as as an important uh step before you're even getting contracts in place trying to find which vehicle uh or entity to use to run your stock file because i tend to find especially with us young professionals you know we, we understand that uh, we get the point behind, um, you know, stockfells. We certainly see the power and potential that stockfells have. And you sometimes know that, I mean, you know, you've got great friends or even a great network that you can tap into. And I've certainly seen some people you know, start stockfells that they say are for investment purposes, but it was never clear what kind of investment, you know, what the investment goal is, because there's so many things one can invest in, right? I mean, there, there are various kinds of assets. You can look at the stock market, for example. And if you go there, are you, you know, what kind of shares are you only going to do, you know, ETFs or whatever the case is. So I think it's, it becomes so important to have that common goal and define it so that even when, you know, members leave, they're not leaving because, 
up at why are we now suddenly investing, for example, in trucks? And yet, Mina, I thought we're doing, you know, property. And even those who do property, they thought, ah, I thought we're doing, you know, single units, but now all of a sudden somebody wants us to go build. So even when you do property, it also becomes important to even be able to define, is it property in its entirety? Are you at some point going to do property management or what exactly in property uh, do you want to do? So it becomes so crucial to just get those fundamentals right, because I think so many people probably um, get that bit wrong. So, Melissa, when we then have the, the common goal and we've defined it and we know that we're very clear on what it is that we want to do. And we also understand how Stockfields are fundamentally based on trust and not in a, you know, just because you want to be a member of the Stockfile, I automatically trust you. We still obviously vet each other and just make sure that, you know, you are a trustworthy person. When we then have that right, how do we go about, you know, looking at which entity to choose? Because I think one of the things, one of the trends that I'm seeing now, especially when young professionals are joining is, you know, you can have a trust, you can have uh, a PTY LTD. I've seen some people wanting to buy old CCs because they think that actually might be slightly better. Um, very few though, like that, that isn't on trend as much. How do we then go about choosing the vehicle that we want to use um, once we've identified particularly the goal that we have uh, for our stock file? Okay, so even getting before then uh, to the vehicle, now you've defined your you've defined your common goal, and you know who you're getting into uh, into this. Um, now you have to put the most important uh, document in, in place in Stockfell's uh, a constitution. So this is where you put all your wish list together, what you'd mm. like to do and um, how you would like to do it. In terms of structuring, the best way to do it is to actually get a professional after you have put what you'd like to achieve together and uh, roughly a draft of everything. Should anybody die? What should happen? Uh, what, what are the exit points? Everything that um, that covers a constitution that is very important, who's going to be responsible, who will be the board of directors of this whole thing, all that, and then give it to a professional and uh, a legal professional, uh, preferably, or a lawyer uh, that will now be able to structure it as a proper legal document uh, that um, that so that they also check blind uh, blind spots um, that you might have and even there they even can be able even from then um even advise in terms of uh because this is what you want to do a pty would be better or a trust would be better or a cooperative would be better or you come to them and say actually we prefer a cooperative make this as for uh, make this one work for us legally so mm. that would be the, the the first step when it comes to structuring. And then the second one would be depending on the type of asset that you want to invest in, it will depend on the entity or the vehicle that you want to use uh, to invest in that. Um, and as most people know that stock fells are legal, but they're not legal entities to hold mm. assets by themselves. They either have to partner with the legal entity, a PTY, cooperative or a trust, uh, or they, uh, um, or they convert into one of those legal entities if they want to buy a, uh, or invest into property and in that manner of ownership. Um, that is. So, so that is why it's important what you said even at the beginning, Zama, detailing to the biggest detail in terms of what you want to, 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 to invest in, even anything as simple like 
come from we want to invest to, in property this type of property how this so that there is no ambiguity in between uh how you going to in terms of now when you're coming to choosing a vehicle that will be suitable for for your wishes as a group that you want to, to choose so depending on 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 the type of asset you want to be there is an option of a pty uh, there's an option of a trust and there's an option of a corporate of uh, a cooperative they all have their pros and cons and they all are not the same in terms of setting up in terms of the finances um, involved and they all have their rules as they are governed by different um, acts the company act for pty the cooperative act for the cooperative the trust um, act for the trust so according and uh, so that's why it's important when you are getting advice in terms of the article make sure that number one you can have afford the, the 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 vehicle when you are structuring your your your, your entity choosing that you can afford uh, you will be able to abide by the their law of that certain entity and um be able to pay back uh, the the payback process uh, is uh, it's it's is able to cover the needs of the members and uh, the shareholding that, uh, that, that that structuring around that uh, is it gonna be uh, the trustees and the beneficiaries? How does that look like if you're having a trust? If you're having a company, who are gonna be the board of directors? Are the members all going to be shareholders in this company? If you are going to be a cooperative, usually a cooperative, uh, the entry level, everybody gets the same shares, and and is so that when everything is paid back, everybody gets paid uh, back uh, the same. Um, uh, according to their shares, which are the same. And um, also, if you are able to, to, to structure something within that entity that, that is allowable in terms of allowing others to contribute more than others and be paid according to their contributions. So it all depends on what asset you want to, to, to invest in in order to find which suitable vehicle uh, to, 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 that would work for you. And that also will be answered mostly by the first fundamental. What is your common goal? What do you want to do with this coming together as a group? We are taking your questions and comments this evening and seeing all the love that we're getting on our Facebook page. Laura Schalfan, Vague, I see you. Uh, um, that was earlier on in the show. Colin Janssen saying, I'm in a grocery stock file. Very helpful at the end of the year. Remember, I want you to share with us if you're in a stock file and if you are, what kind of stock file is it? Uh, or you're buying groceries. Uh, one of the, the really great ones that I've also seen uh, is the one that um, helps out in the beginning of the year for registration fees we know a lot of uh, parents tend to you know struggle quite a bit at the beginning of the year with the december blues so you know that you are saving up uh, for the following year so that you don't have any issues with tuition uh, for your kids and some even aim to pay the full amount by march because you know that you get that uh, special discount uh, across many schools when you finish your school fees before march so they want to take advantage of that as much as possible chanel Fari saying haven't taken part in, in a stock fall yet. Haven't I've heard some scary things, but our domestic worker has one with friends for groceries for December months, and it's very interesting and helps a lot putting the money together and then splitting all groceries bought. We've got Ugamohelo uh, Masula coming back saying, I think um have I think having a common goal is the biggest factor when we want to start a trust in another factor and, and trust is another factor because people do run away in December when they have to share. 
Mkateko Akhapi, one of the top fan gang members, saying my first stock fell was 35 rands per person in varsity 17 years ago. Senior students ran with my money. <laughs> I should search for him, but I've always belonged to one with friends and family. I belong to one property stock fell. Kateko, do share with us how the property stock fell is going like. I love hearing, you know, stories about property stock falls in particular. We're going to go through more of your comments and questions later on uh we're going to take a quick break and when we come back from the break i'm going to share some of the great reasons that you've shared with us on our facebook page why you love private property let's see who's the potential winner of that 1000 rand uh, that is in the money bag this evening in our competition let's have a look who's going to uh, get away or certainly be able to win this 1000 rands And this evening's winner is Upeti Ntsako Sambo. Peti Ntsako Sambo, you have until the end of the show to uh, claim the 1,000 rands that's in the money bag. I really hope that you're watching. Uh, it's 1,000 rands. That's Upeti Ntsako Sambo. Uh, so if you are watching, do make sure that you drop us a text down here below to claim your 1,000 rands. And going to some of the great comments that you shared with us uh, on our post when you were sharing uh, why you love private property. We've got a great comment here from Uginitika. Isabel saying, wow, congratulations, fam. I love private property because of the podcast. I love the way they give us free educational uh, about the property and also their properties are beautiful. I love the way they present them in and make you feel like you are living heaven on earth that's coming from um, Isabel and we've got another one here from Omati Mokutlane saying I love the podcast for all their insights and information private property has helped me realize that there are ways to make my property goals a reality having access to all the shows and podcasts has um, uh, and podcast lives has truly made learning about the property market accessible and has exceeded my expectations thank you private property keep it up and the last one this evening coming through from uh, Umesi Nepipindi saying it's been it's been years with you private property what i love about private property is that is that you give us the best shows and the best property i've learned many things since i've joined the family we are family i would love to own a property one day and with you i know i will do it love you fam absolutely love that messy and you certainly will be able to do it to think uh, you know gangane, gangane, you certainly will get there i always say your property is one of those things that teaches you very quickly that it's a marathon it's not a sprint and they're absolutely different ways for you to be able to um, reach your goal We've got a great question here this evening as I'm in conversation with Opale Salungolo, who's a finance professional at Palengo Holdings. And we're looking at structuring a stock file. And you know, questions that have come in, Alisa, we've got a great one here from Onela Miataza saying, how can I apply for funding as a property stock file? So it is a, if your stock file is just a stock file on its own, so there are certain financial institutions uh, uh, that are, can give uh, loans. I think we can make it, we, we, we can say which one, because so far when it comes to property, we know there's 
technically only one that's uh, made it possible for multiple people to 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 own yes. like then, that. Yes. <laughs> okay, thank so you. So they're the only player right now. <laughs> so we can say the name. <laughs> we don't. Um, yeah, we, we can say the name. They're the only ones who come out with the, with this particular offering, and we know they are targeting you know the Stockpile yeah. model in particular. So yes, FNP has really come uh, has has come with a, a product that does allow um, funding for a stock fill. Uh, you need to find out the details and the terms of the conditions of that. Um, I was uh, actually looking into that um, uh, uh, last week. Um, uh, it's great, but I think stock for property stock for members need to they have a lot to consider yeah. when they are looking yeah. into uh, yeah. into uh, things like that. Um, it, it is not too different from applying a home loan on personal capacity because um, your credit check, your personal credit check as members is still going to affect the application and uh, the payment of that uh, one member missing a, a payment can affecting the whole uh, the whole uh, group uh, there is also though the, the, the upside, I like the fact that they have kept, they have uh, kept it onto 12 um, uh, because it could be maybe that's how they're starting it um, with less people. And maybe as time goes, there'll be more people. Uh, but one of the things that I was personally worried about, I was like, this cannot be more than 15 people when I was thinking about it and I just heard about it. Like, okay. Uh, so there is uh, uh, that option in terms of uh, funding your property uh, options. There are also um, other banks that are looking into the model. I personally know one that um, I can't say now that is also uh, looking into the into the property space uh, where they will be offering a different type of financial product uh, for, speci- for 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 specifically. Um, uh, property stock fields also um, with a certain benefits. Um, as you know, especially the banking center, um, they do offer the same products just in different terms and conditions and different benefits. Mm-hmm. There's this particular benefit that I like in this one uh, that um, uh, that I think will be great for the for the for, for the property stock fill uh, members. Um, the most important thing about uh, what's evolving in the stock fill industry and um, is the fact that um, uh, now stock fills are actually being considered as 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 as, as customers of these uh, institutions, while all along they were almost not ignored, but they were just given they were not adequately serviced. They were not being <laughs> yes. adequately serviced for the most part. I think they yes. were like uh, you can think of things like loans. Like loans have been around ever since banks have been inserted, but uh, um, why didn't they give to stock fills? Mm, mm. so, Especially when they can see that they bring in literally billions of, of rands you know, per annum. So it's not that the you know, stock fills go cray-cray, as it were, but you see the money coming in. You obviously also see the money being withdrawn at the end of the, you know, typically the end of the year. And so how do you creatively uh, get in, at the very least, a certain percentage of that money um, as a financial institution and create solutions that the stock files can benefit from? Because unfortunately, up until recently, they haven't been adequately, they haven't been able to take advantage of that particular facility at banks. So the only thing you could do is, of course, you know, save, um, but there aren't that many instruments that you can use that facility 
uh, with. So I think it, it's great that we're seeing financial institutions coming to the party when it comes to uh, Stockfelt. We still have some really great questions coming in. I, I can already see somebody who's very invested in this conversation on Facebook is Urifile uh, Malibana asking us a series of different questions. Um, let me go through, um, I'll, I'll go through three of our questions. So I think the first one, you've you've pretty much answered when you were answering Onela's question. And her question was, you know, can a Stockfell get a loan? Um, and the second question was, can you join a Stockfell even if you don't have source of income? Um, and I'll wrap it with her third question. And, and her third question, I already have a short answer for it. And the third question is, is the WhatsApp Stockfell legit? And I think when you answer the, the, the WhatsApp Stockfell, exactly, right? <laughs> I think the answer is very short, but I want to expand her question and, and look at, you know, and you were saying this earlier, Palisa, that Stockfell's now also operating in the digital space. Um, and a lot of Stockfell's who may not, for example, use banks uh, will use Stockfeller. You'll be able to, you know, find a, a Stockfell via Stockfeller. And perhaps part of the communication will then be via, you know, WhatsApp. So let's not even look at WhatsApp Stockfell the way we know it's a pyramid scheme, but look at the, the, the way in which Stockfiles are now using digital tools to meet, to report, how do we then suss out if those are real and legit? Because it's so easy. They've, they can have a WhatsApp group, they can have a Facebook group and all kinds of different you know, modes of communicating that you're still feeling like, I don't know if this is a scam or it's just a stock file that's innovative and using um, or, or that's very tech savvy and just using all these different platforms uh, to communicate their value offering. So, okay, I'll limit that with the WhatsApp stock file also just add into that very true Zama. So one of the first things that um, was a red flag for the WhatsApp stock file number one is the fact that um, it was just people joining a group uh, and, 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 and then exchanging money. There was no agreement in place mm-hmm. in terms of signing, terms of and conditions of how the stock file works. Um, it, it was not formally structured. Um, it were, Money was rotating from one person uh, to another. It actually didn't even meet one principle of a, a stock file. It was just such a pity that at the end of it, it was, uh, it was said it was a WhatsApp stock file. It was supposed to be called something like WhatsApp scam or something. <laughs> a WhatsApp pyramid scheme. It was a pyramid because it doesn't meet the requirements of of of, of a stock file having a common goal, having a constitution in place, um, having uh, due diligence that you have done on the people that you are coming into. A lot of people were in those groups with people that um, that were just taking money and then exiting to go start another group. There, um, there was no. Uh, anything in the name of the WhatsApp, uh, of the stock file, whether it's a bank account or a financial institution that has been um, registered with the FSCA or any of the regulators in the finance sector. So there was just a lot of red flags. And usually when so many red flags are there and how it ended, it proven that it was a scam. It was a scam from the beginning. It's still a scam today. Mm-hmm. And then... The second question, please remind me, what was it about? And so the second question was, uh, you know, can you, can you join a stock file even if you don't have source of income? So to be honest, that's going to be quite um, challenging uh, because a, a stock file is a putting 
financial resources together. And um, so when you're not uh, contributing um, money into it, you're gonna, you, you can talk to the people that you are in the Stockfell at least to say how you can contribute. I think one of the things that Stockfells are that, uh, in, in, in evolving onto the future and into the current stock fields that we are seeing today is that it's not only about putting in money together where it's a collaboration of financial resources financial resources is more than about money it's about the mm-hmm. different skills that people are bringing into the group the different networks that the people are bringing into the group the different resources that people are bringing into the group you'd find that um, you have a lawyer in the group you've got an accountant in the group uh, you've got an administrator in the group you've got a property expert in the group meaning you don't even have to outsource some of the things that you need to structure within your within your within your group uh you you can they you can get it from the people that you have collaborated and come together with so in terms of not having income uh, it could be defined in terms of how long are there uh, is a certain stock for able to, to to carry you without an income and what can you offer maybe you are good at doing bookkeeping that will be your contribution of um, um of do, uh, of the of the of the of, of in the stock fell that you, uh, the stock fell can 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 reward you with in terms of that. So I have seen uh, um, uh, stock fells that do work like that, but you do need to have an agreement in place and things like period needs to be clear mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of that and clear and a clear future plan. Is that are you planning to do you want to work for the stock fell so that they can actually pay you? you yeah. <laughs> so those are the options that depending on the on the stock fell that you need to discuss with the with the leaders of that stock fell and having uh, uh, something in writing in place uh, for it. So yes, um, uh, uh, it, it would be hard for a person without an income to, 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 to be part of it of, um, in order to contribute money, but there are other ways of contributing into a stock fell um, that is non-money uh, related because it's a financial resources collaboration and financial, there's a lot of things comes with. Mm. We've got a great question here coming through from Undipile Mbalu. Undipile, that's such a beautiful name. It's the first time I'm coming across that name. Um, and Undipile's question is, if a stock file has a company plus trust for buying of assets, what are some of the options of ensuring, say, 100 members of the stock file are beneficiaries of the stock file without this being an admin nightmare? And we're talking about this off air, right? That some stock files are obviously big and you might want to buy via a, a PTYLTD or trust or use a combination of both. How do we then ensure that, you know, first it's not an admin nightmare as Undipile has asked, but also that we, we adequately keep track of people's contributions and are clear on then the percentage, whether it's dividends, uh, payout that they'll be able to receive. Mm. I actually know when uh, Dimpile is to, what is talk, she is talking about. There is a stock file that is functioning like that. So um, one of uh, what so the thing is that when there's a lot of people in a stock file, there's one thing that you need to accept from the beginning is the admin that gets to into that. But the admin is once off. <laughs> so it's a big administrative um, uh, uh, process. 
to get it off the ground in terms of beneficiaries of all 200 and something people and, um, and, 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 and outsourcing that to, 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 to a lawyer. That's why a lot of uh, legal people like uh, now work with Stockfields and then wanting to either go into a trust or a, 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 a cooperative. First of all, they always, they always think actually can we rather divide these people into three stock fells or something like that. And then you're like, no, the goal is that everybody must be in one so that it's affordable. And um, this is what we are trying to achieve. So um, if it means we have to pay you more or pay an administrator in order to get this off the ground, let's rather do that. So there is no way of really running away from the administrative admin, admin, when you are still setting it up and structuring it. But it is a once-off process. What if you put it um, correctly uh, from the beginning uh, in terms of um, making sure that um, everybody, you've got everybody's details, everybody's a beneficiary, the, uh, everybody's being communicated with, everybody, uh, you have that documentation and they've signed everything that they need uh, to be signed from the beginning because it won't be that every time something happens, you need all 200 people to agree to something like the perception that is out there or every time a transaction is to happen, all 200 people are. Yes, in terms of gathering and administrative and making sure that um, everything admin-wise is done uh, correctly and in place with the help of the lawyer and the, and, 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 and the other experts according to your investments that you are making, that is an administrative task, of administrative task. It might take even maybe six months to even while you are already investing into a certain asset to actually get everything in terms of admin because we've got a lot of members uh, but once it is done uh, you are able to function like any other organization or any other business where now the concentration is rather on the board or the committees um, or, or the, however you are structuring your leadership um, uh, structure to be able to handle everything else that comes after that. Melissa, mm-hmm. before I let you go, any final tips for our viewers at home uh, when it comes to structuring their stock file? And especially when it just comes to thinking through some of the administrative um, work that they'll need to do early on. Because as you've just pointed out, the moment you're going to, actually, even when you're not going to be many, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a smaller yeah. one, even when you're not many, you find the admin is there regardless of the size. You just find mm-hmm. you just need to add more people if there are obviously more of you. So there, there's mm-hmm. admin regardless. So any tips for us so, in terms of looking at structuring our, our stock files uh, and just thinking through not just the admin loophole, but really the best structure given what we say we want to invest in and the kind of returns that are also going to be tax efficient, right? Because I think that's a big thing, especially once you look at the numbers and, you know, the bigger stock files that you want to use a vehicle or a combination of vehicles that are also going to be as tax efficient as possible. So first and foremost is that um, money, money, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, times, when organizations outside Stockfields charge admin fee or uh, or charge some kind of charge that is outside whatever that they are offering, it's almost like why are you charging that yeah. until you get yeah. into this and actually realize that outside the contributions, outside the money that you are raising, outside the capital that you are uh, you are going to get, you are going to invest in a certain asset. There is so much 
money that is needed. And a lot of people that get into stock fells, whether they are going to formalize into a certain vehicle or stay as a stock fell, they are already have their businesses or they already uh, occupy with something else or already employed. They're not necessarily going to be looking into this thing uh, alone, even if they are experts in that. So you need a pot to raise specifically for admin or operational expenses for if you are getting into a into the uh, today's stock sales. So and this this operational expenses pot of fund needs to be quite reasonable because it can run out very quickly. You're going to be consulting how to uh, structure your, 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 your stock file, your, the lawyers, the accountants, the NDAs, the SLAs that you're going, you, you might get into. All those things uh, need money and not little money. And a lot of times people end up get, taking the extra money capital that was raised for the asset to cover operational expenses. So the first thing is that, you know, when they say money talks, when you do raise money, also raise a lot of money for operational and admin fees of the, running the whole uh, structure. Number two is governance. And um, we're going to be looking, we're going to be working with a lot of people. You almost don't have a, 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 a choice but to have a strong professional governance structure. You need to have a correct board according to the vehicle that you are going to be choosing. Uh, you need to have working committees according to the needs of, that are going to be needed uh, in terms of operations of the group. Uh, so that needs to be clear and, um, and, and work according to uh, and follow up uh, the, the, the rules of that certain uh, structure. So then in terms of, 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 of vehicles, a lot of people are more familiar with PTY because it's the most popular form of, 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 of an legal entity and a lot of stock files, especially those that don't have a lot of people in them, go into the PTY route because it's what they know and um, their rules are quite simpler than um, other other entities so they tend to lean more into that one and of the also um the tax that comes with it it's seen um it's it's it's, it's more or less um reasonable and what thing that people need to know tax is very important when you are choosing this vehicle for example trusts are very expensive um uh, to set up and to maintain so almost uh needing a when you are going to going into a trust as a vehicle if you are choosing you almost have to have a budget to be able to 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 to, to run such and not forgetting um, the tax implications that comes with um with a trust and um and then a cooperative also a cooperative it is the most uh, simplest way of getting into a legal entity because it is like a stock fell but it's just that it's a legal and it's a legal entity that can actually invest in 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 assets but it also does have its own rules in terms of making sure that uh, so they quite very strict cooperatives in terms of um how it should be run you should go exactly like um your constitution and how form of conduct and principles need to go according to the act um otherwise it can be reported that you are not uh operating it uh, correctly but in terms of also takes is almost uh, the same as the as the PTY and the reason why I'm going, going to takes is that a lot of people in stock sales just once they 
transform into a certain entity. They think the tax, the entity is going to pay, that it stays there. When you are still mm-hmm. going to get your payout, you're still going to get your personal tax, um, mm-hmm. tax, even if you are part of a trust or a PTY shareholder or a cooperative uh, 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 shareholder. So mm-hmm. um, d- depending on the number, I will say, for example, the less people in a stock firm, PTY most of the time. Yeah. Uh, more people um, uh, in a in in a stock file, especially hundred and more uh, co- uh, uh, cooper- cooperative, more complicated, um, not really complicated, um, where where beneficiaries and have a different um, a benefit. What I like the most about trust plus PTY setup is the benefits that comes with being beneficiaries of the members themselves. So it's almost when you are building generational wealth, a lot of people will rather go for the trust one. So again, it depends on the members uh, and their members, what do they want out of this? Are they building generational wealth? I'll tell you a lot of members, if they are most of their common common goal revolves around, I want to leave things this to my to my kids. I want to do this. I want to make sure my kids is also part of this. And uh, also most of the time we'll go for the trust uh, issue. Again, also affordability issue. A lot of stock fellows that wants to be contributing less money wouldn't go for a trust because yeah. they want the expense that trust comes with. So mm-hmm. those would be the, just the summary under each. I think the one thing that I'll add, you know, having having had some experience in it is, and, and you touched on it, that some stock firm members don't think about how they'll get taxed in their individual capacity. Uh, and let's look at, for example, an asset-based stock file, so a property stock file. Um, let's say you're 20 or you're even 10 and you are going in as individuals and you're going to have the payout, whether it be on a monthly basis after you've, of course, bought your investment properties and there is some kind of you know payout or it's on an annual basis. As much as the, the vehicle, suppose you're using a PTY, is, is going to get taxed, you as individuals... Um, will also get taxed when you you know get the receive the payout from from the company, and sometimes the way around it is for the the, the membership uh, to be of another company. So instead of you being you know the member who gets the money, have your company so register a separate company, um, and you're able to use those funds. But of course that that just requires you to be slightly creative. Um, and be very clear about what kind of you know funds you're going to receiving and what kind of entity, and and that's probably you know a masterclass session all by itself. And unfortunately, we have run out of time this evening, Balisa. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show as usual. Thank you so much, Zama, for having me. Just as long people know that stock falls work, and uh, it all depends. There's no side space all in here, and they definitely can be used to make money work for them. And, and that is Opalesa Lengolo, who's a finance professional at Balengo Holdings. I can already promise you we're definitely going to have a part two of this conversation uh, because stock files, especially when it comes to structuring them and some of the nitty-gritties, are so crucial. I'm going to squeeze in this banter that's going on on our Facebook page uh, underneath, of course, this conversation from Gatek Wahaba saying, why can't we see Zamantunga and Salani play saying, because her beauty distracts us, we can't concentrate on 
the important info. Uh, so she turned off her camera. Uh, thank you very much, Solani. And that's a great note to leave it on this evening. Uh, the team tells me that unfortunately we didn't have uh, a claim this evening. Upetins uh, Akwasambo didn't message us. So the money rolls over tomorrow evening. It's going to be 1,500 rands in the money bag. Well, it is a Tuesday, so we can look forward to the farming podcast that's coming to your screens just now at 8 p.m. I'll be back tomorrow evening. Until then, hoping you're staying home and staying safe. Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Zuma. Great. Ah, that, was fin- that was fantastic. Ah, that was great. We definitely need a part two because it, it's one of those great topics.